Brood of Vipers, a story of murder set in a world where barely one in 10,000 have survived a global pandemic. 12 years later, the survivors are trying to rebuild society. Episode 5, Appointment with Death. Karim has been arrested for the murder of Sharon, a computer specialist. The case against him looks bad until Hyatt makes a discovery. So, tell me again, Rianne. What was Sharon doing? Because I can't take over her work unless I understand it. She was trying to see how the network would behave if lots of people all logged on at once. Could it cope? So these scripts? Each script is a recording of someone using a PC for an hour, or two hours, or whatever. And if you run lots of them, then it's like running lots of PCs all at once, and we can test if the system can cope. It's a recording. A script is a recording of someone using a PC. Yeah. I've got to find David. What? I know how the murder could have been done. How? Tell me. No, wait. I need to see the server logs to prove I'm right. Pass me the phone. <coughs> Granny Ellen, it's Hyatt. Do you know where VJ is? Thanks, Granny. Hello, is VJ there? Yes, VJ here. It's Hyatt. Do you have the server logs for the last two weeks? I want the ones with Brendan logged on. Yes, no problem. It'll only take a few minutes. Are you still at the project? I can email it to you if you want. Yes, please. VJ! Hello, Helena. What can I do for you? Well, when I was here last Monday, before the inquest, you mentioned you were doing backups. Yes, we back up the whole system every Monday morning, first thing. Why? Well, could you get back a file as it was on the backup you did last Monday? Yes, I could do it now. I've just finished pulling back some stuff Hyatt asked me to send her. Oh, interesting. Look, the one I want is the backup for Sharon's personal log on the Monday after the murder. That's easy enough. There you are. I've sent it to your email address, so you can pick it up anywhere. No thanks. May I come in? <laughs> well, you're very polite, Jailer. I've been planning to go out anywhere. Karim, I owe you an apology. Helena, you are doing what you believe to be right, and you are doing it honourably. Ugh. You sound like you trust me more than I do myself now. Because I think I've found out I was wrong. So I've come to apologise. What? What influenced me was the emails we found. All dated within the last week or so. All saying you had been, well, harassing Sharon. You've checked back for further entries. I did. There weren't any. And that worried me. And I wondered if they'd been deleted. Not without leaving traces. The unique sequence numbers for each entry, remember? There would be empty gaps in the sequence. Aye, well, I didn't think of that. But anyway, th there weren't any. Just comments about Big Harry and how glad she was to be away from him. Oh, well, thank you for checking. Then I started thinking again. Look, 
I've talked to Big Harry and he confirmed they met accidentally on Saturday after the group meeting. And she did stand up to him and made him back off because she threatened to tell you because she felt you were someone she could trust to stand up for her. And that convinced you? It worried me. And I thought, well, surely she would have put something like that meeting with Big Harry into a diary, but there's no mention of it. So I went to VJ and asked him for last Monday's backup of the log. And here's the entry from Sunday, as it was on Monday's backup. And here's the current one, as it is on the server now. Right, a current one. Kareem was trying to get at me again, but this time I made myself stand up to him and told him to stop or I'd get him into trouble. Backup version. Harry was trying to get at me again, but this time I made myself stand up to him and told him to stop or I'd get him into trouble. Same entry, just a different name. Aye, and if one of those entries was faked, then there's a high probability the others were as well. You've been framed by someone, Krim. And I fell for it. And you've apologised. That's an end to it. I don't really want to be thought of as a murderous sex maniac. Even if I know it's not true. Oh, do you mind not being so bloody nice about it? You're making me feel worse. And I've still got to tell David. Oh, and he'll no doubt be just as forgiving about it. But I don't bloody feel, well, forgiving towards <laughs> me. Eleanor, that's why people respect you. Oh, I asked VJ the wrong question. I asked if new diary records could be added to the diary. He said no. I didn't ask him if existing diary entries could be changed. And they can. With the right software. Yeah, with the right software, yes. Obviously. Oh, so, Karim, I'm going to make a request. If we let you go now, then the murderer knows they've been rumbled. I've sent Big Harry and Amber back to Manchester and I've made sure they've not talked to anyone else here. So far as our killer knows... You're still accused. Uh, may I keep you here, locked up, for a few days more while I try to find out who did this? Look, I'll write a formal letter for you confirming everything, just in case something happens to me, and I'll ring David and ask him to tell Hyatt, in straight confidence. Yes, Helena, I think that would be a very sound idea. A very sound idea. Hyatt's been a very good friend to me. Karim, I think I need to have a talk with you about Hyatt. Hello, Hyatt, Rianne. I wouldn't work too late. Looks like there's a storm coming. David, I've found something. I was looking at Sharon's work to try and pick that up. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. No, no, it's not that. When I looked at Sharon's work, I realised how the murder could have been done. What? How? It's the software Sharon was using. It records work sessions on a PC, all the keystrokes and mouse clicks and things, and then it replays them. And Sharon was using this rec to record sample work sessions and then play them back lots of times, all together, to see if the server could cope with a big load. And I thought, but someone could use that to record just one session and, and then replay it. So it would look like he was in the office working when he wasn't. You mean Brendan? Well, yes. His alibi was that the server logs proved he'd been working on his PC at his house a mile away. He couldn't have done it because he didn't have the time to do it. So I got the server logs of VJ for last week and I found this. It's last Wednesday and Thursday. All the web pages requested by Brendan's PC. Look at the times. No, I mean the time intervals. Ah, I see what you mean. 
Wednesday's session starts at one o'clock, Thursday at 11.30. But the intervals between the two sessions are exactly the same. Exactly. And he made a point of saying he was looking at the same things, all about drainage and sewers, just in case somebody noticed. But even if they were looking at the same document, no one would make exactly the same actions. Not to the exact second. And why would he need such an alibi? Unless he was the murderer. David here. David, I found something. You were right. Those diary entries have been tampered with. Tampered with? Yes. I remembered. BJ backs everything up on Monday mornings. So I checked the version of the diary on the backup. The diary entry for last Sunday had been changed since the backup which means the other diary entries are suspect as well. Well, we found something as well, Helena. Can you come up to the project tomorrow? You have? Look, in that case, I'm changing my plans. I'm coming up now, and I'm bringing someone with me. It's dark. I, I, I think there's a storm coming. Are you sure? Oh, I know the route. I'll, I'll see you in just over an hour. Helena's coming up now. Oh, moon's not due to set for a couple of more hours. I suppose she should be OK. But I think we'd better lock up then walk down to meet her on the main road. But what did she say? I'll tell you all on the way down. Let's ring Linda and warn her we've got visitors coming. So one diary entry was definitely tampered with. And all the others could have been tampered with as well. Then that proves Karim's innocent. Uh, not quite. It does prove someone wants us to think he's guilty. It's the same thing. Can we wait here? The moon's nearly set and there's not much starlight. May as well. What's that? There's a light there. We're not near the village. Is that a house? It's Brendan and Sharon's. I mean, Brendan's. Well, it's someone with a lantern going to his house. Maybe Brendan's coming home from somewhere. No, it isn't. Look, it's not Brendan. He's opening the door for them. Oh. Well, they're obviously very good friends. That's disgusting. Sharon's hardly buried. More to the point. Who is it? It's got to be Linda or Moira. And Linda says she can't stand him. And now the lantern's in the bedroom. And we have motive and opportunity all together at last. Rian? Can you go back to your house and confirm that Linda's still there? Just to leave no doubt. But don't say anything yet. OK, yes. Bye. And now we wait. No, we don't. I can see a light on the road now. David? Here. It is Hyatt here. I've got someone for her. Hyatt! Oh, sorry. Sorry for what? Don't you want me to hold you like this? Oh, yes, I do. Because it's rather good when you hold me like that. I, I think, Karim, um, could you two go ahead to Hyatt's house? I want to talk to David. Oh, yes, yes, uh, of course. You didn't organise that, did you? Let's say it's proof even a man can be romantic, provided he's had enough lessons and a bit of prompting. Mm, I don't think I'll ignore that. Better let them go anyway. 
I don't really want to play Gooseberry. And we need to talk. I think between us we've got all the threads and it's time we put them all together. And I'd like to suggest a plan. Oh, what? A cunning plan? Yes. We've got proof Brendan's alibi is a fake. He lied. That should be enough to convict him. We've strong reasons for thinking Moira is the other party in this. But we've no proof. Suppose she heard there's another diary of Sharon somewhere. What would she do? Ugh. Go straight to her computer and try to get to it first and amend it. And supposing we hook in a duplicate monitor tonight in another room so that we can watch her doing that? And get a clear conviction for framing Karim. I think that would be a very good idea. So we set it up tonight. I assume there isn't really another diary. No, but give me five minutes logged in on Sharon's PC and there will be. Oh, we'll do it now, quickly. It looks like the weather's going to break. We can say nothing to anyone until the morning, just in case. Yes, just in case. Storm that drained from the start, so only a hundred yards from the house. Now look, it's everything okay, Rune? Yes, and Linda was here, like I said. It was Moira at Brendan's house. And to prove it, I knocked on a door on the way here, and there was no one in. Did you? Well, David and I have been sharing what we know, and we are agreed on some things at least. Well, first, Hayat's discovery that Brendan's alibi is false. That is highly significant. It's evidence we could safely present to a jury. It's good enough proof for me. Second, the information which I found out tonight after talking to Big Harry. Sharon's diary had been altered by somebody who changed complaints against Harry into complaints against Karim. Which proves Karim didn't do it. Well, not absolutely, but it does prove that somebody is deliberately framing Karim to raise his concerns for his safety. But as far as everyone else is concerned, Karim is now in isolation at the centre. And for that reason, I want him to stay here, out of sight, until it's safe. We think Moira and Brendan were acting together. But we can't prove it. She may be a hypocrite to have an affair with Brendan, but that's not a crime. So you're saying she's going to get away with it? No, we can do nothing tonight. Not with this storm, anyway. But tomorrow, we're going up to the project for an early breakfast. Helen and I will announce what we plan to do next. Karim, you stay here tonight and keep out of sight tomorrow. Oh, just one thought. Brendan told us he doesn't normally come to the project for meals. Is that true? No, he used to say he preferred his own cooking. And it wouldn't really make sense to come to us for his meals anyway. After all, his work is in that house. Good. Then we can arrest them separately and give them no chance to work out a common story. Good morning, Linda. Storm's blown itself out. That's odd, Rianne. Someone's got the horse and the little cart out. There's no one going down to the centre today, is there? No, I don't think so. Shall I collect the dirty cups and things? Yes, please. I don't think we'll be seeing Hyatt early. <laughs> oh, 
Hello, Moira. You're up early. I thought it was me and Rianne's turn to cook breakfast. Oh, no, it's not that, Linda. I'm afraid I've got to go down to the centre today. I'm afraid I left some of my washing down there and I really don't have enough for the week. Well, if you have to. Oh, I really do think so. But I'll not waste any time and I'll be back just as quick as I can. Well, I suppose that's in order. Does David know? Oh, I'm sure it won't be a problem and I'll be straight back. Linda, I've just been in Hyatt's room collecting dirty cups. She's left those logs of Brendan's server accesses on her desk. Do you think Moira could have seen them? She could have done. Something's really got at her, that's sure. What do you think we should do? Ring David? No point. I can see them through the window. They're coming up the path now. Good morning. David, Helena. We didn't think we'd see you yet, Hyatt. We've just seen Moira. She says she's going back down to the centre. And we think she may have seen those server logs of Brendan's. Oh, no. I left them on my desk, didn't I? How long has she been gone? About five minutes. And she had the grey horse and the small cart all harnessed up and ready to go. Oh, that's suspicious. Hyatt, can you come with me through the fields to Brendan's house and see if she's there? And get Karim on the way. David, can you, Linda and Rianne, get the other cart harnessed up and meet us at Brendan's house? Okay. Are they there? David, neither of them, but we found a confession from Brendan. A confession? Yes. He says he's going into exile. Do you believe it? I don't. I saw Moria's cart turning the corner as we got to the house. <laughs> OK, everyone on board. Let's chase her. a body. She's done it. It's gone over into the D. Now she's seen us. She's driving off again. Take the reins from me. Keep going. Slow down. Just as we pass that point. I'll go in and recover it. Do you catch her up? David, grab my hand. There. So, let's see who we have here. I thought so. Brendan. David, you okay? Yes. Okay. My friend Brendan isn't though. And it's not drowning. A knife wound from a knife about this size? Pretty much. Take it that's another weapon. Aye, still in the cart, still with blood stains. And uh, Moira? Safe. Under arrest. 
tied up and guarded by Hyatt, who looks like she's hoping Moira tries some form of resistance so she can subdue her again. Now let's get this body onto the other Let's get back to the centre. So your project can go ahead now. Think you'll get your old workers back? I think so. There may be a few more. Now you've shown us how important light industry project is. The linking of all the survivors of the place. Dozens of settlements, all linked by radio. All with computers full of information on everything you need. And all because of your vision, Karim. A new society being built because of what you did. Well, we'll see, Hyatt. We'll see. And the hanging proposal, will that be dead now? By no means, Rian. It's lawfully proposed and there'll be a secret ballot on it next Saturday. you agree, Helena? Aye. I'll still campaign against it, just as you will. But I'll be honest, I don't think I'm going to win that vote. So that's it. You know, this makes me very glad I'm an agnostic. Why? If I'm right, and this life is all there is, then even if it's not what I want, the worst that can happen to Moira is that she does hang, and that's an end to her. And on the other hand? Well, if on the other hand you're right, and we do answer to God, then how is he going to feel about the way she's claimed his authority to justify everything she's done? As I said, I think I'm glad I'm an agnostic. Welcome back, and congratulations on a successful resolution. Sorry we can't try Brendan, though. Are you ready to explain how you solved the case? Well, last night David and I shared what we know, and we think we have an explanation, or at least enough of an explanation. We think there were two reasons behind Sharon's death. Both of them were tied up with Moira. First of all, there's grounds for believing that the marriage between Sharon and Brendan was not a very healthy one. They'd come together as a pair of survivors, thinking they were perhaps the only ones left alive. So they became a couple. When they joined the group, they met others. Sharon didn't join in much with people. She found her escape in getting involved in computer systems here. But Brendan found someone else. Someone with the same ambition to power that he had. Moira. I knew it. Whether they were having an affair or not before the murder, we don't know. But pretty certainly they plotted this together. Because they wanted a clear ground to become a couple. And to make a bid for leadership. First through the church, then by standing for high council on a big moral issue. So they had to be beyond criticism. Whether Moira regarded Brendan and Sharon's marriage as genuine or not, I, I don't know, but certainly they couldn't afford the bad publicity that would come from Brendan leaving Sharon for Moira. She had expressed very strong views on marriage as she saw it and had been rebuffed by Karim about that on one of the few times he had stood up to her. Yes, if looks could have killed, I think she would have. So a divorce for Brendan was out. It would have ruined a bid for power. So Sharon had to die, and Karim had to take the blame. She was aiming for two killings from one murder, if you like. But how did she do it? 
I know it must have been Brendan that actually did the murder, because Hyatt's told me about the recorded work sessions on his PC. But the timing is still wrong. I know Sharon was alive when I left, yet the medical evidence says she must have been dead well before that. No, rigor mortis isn't quite as clear-cut as people think. It can be affected by lots of things, especially heat. And it was a hot day. Uh, More than that. Do you remember your first impressions of Sharon's office? Very hot and stuffy. And what was under the whiteboard? In a position where Sharon would never have put it? An electric heater. A hot day, extra heat from an electric heater, and finally, when Moira and you come back, who is the only one to touch the body? Moira. Who reports rigor mortis and tells you the body is stiff and cold, and then makes sure you don't touch it yourself to check. And while he was waiting for the heater to start, Brendan went into the diary, using passwords he'd been given by Moira, and amended several genuine diary entries to make them incriminate Karim. And he would have got away with it, but he went back one day too far and altered one diary entry which had a backup, so we could check and see the original version. And that's it. It's a reconstruction. I'm pretty confident it's true, but I couldn't prove it, so I needed proof to make it stick. So we were going to set up a second diary, let her know about it, and then monitor her changing it. But she found the server logs Hyatt had left on her desk, and she realised the game was up as far as Brendan was concerned. Presumably she thought there was a good chance he might be caught, and might implicate her. So she persuaded him to write the confession, making it look like he'd acted alone. But she didn't want to take any chances, so... As soon as he signed it, she murdered him, dumped the body into the D where it would have been washed out to sea. And as Hyatt says, that's it. No, there's one more thing. Last night, we left Karim and Hyatt in the garden while we washed up. And we were rather a long time washing up, if you see what I mean. And then we went in to make a bed up for Karim, and Hyatt told us not to bother because they wanted to declare themselves married, and would we be the witnesses? I thought there was a certain something about Hyatt this morning. Well, we thought we've wasted too much time already, but we're going to have the biggest party ever next Sunday evening, and we're going to get Scott's Neil to pipe us into the party, and everyone's invited. Everyone. You have been listening to Rude Vipers, a play for radio by Levenshin Players. The cast was David, Gary Pearson, Hugh, Ian Cowan, Helena, Tracy Seaborn, Karim, Adam Williams, Moira, Jill Bridgman, Linda, Dawn Hull, Hyatt, Lois Gale. Rianne, Abby Robinson Nelson, Sharon, Ruth Cowan, Brendan, John Barton, Susan, Gemma Cohen, Aaron, Oscar St. Clair, Denny, Colin Alcock, VJ, Oriano Criscuono, 
Yanni, Gemma Cohen, Hedura, Malcolm Cohen, Big Harry, Neil Seaborn, Amber, Burrow Cohen, Otto, Reg Williams, Granny Ellen, Burrow Cohen. And your announcer was Bob Kenny. Moira, you have been convicted of murder. Under the law that you yourself proposed, the penalty is death by hanging. Do you have anything to say before sentence is carried out? Carry on.